Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh en ja, hartelijk welkom weer eens hier by die stem van die Kaap vanmiddag op 91.3 en saam met my, dis Antje Abida Dixon Mohammed, daar op uh, ons technikus en uh, ek is Aslam Kasi met u vanmiddag en as gewoonlik, we do have our honored and beloved guest once again and uh, she has been with us for some time on the Sunday afternoon program and alhamdulillah so much feedback that I received and uh, telling me that you thoroughly love this program and it's so inspiring so once again we say shukran to sheikh as is sheikh is sitting here with us uh, so let us introduce our honored and beloved sheikh to you once again sheikh assalamu alaikum to you wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullah and how are you today alhamdulillah good to see sheikh once again and if only our listeners could see sheikh once again here with us always mm-hmm. looking so wonderful healthy alhamdulillah and uh, always in good health alhamdulillah alhamdulillah rabbil alamin shukran mulana بسم الله الرحمن الرحيم الحمد لله رب العالمين والصلاة والسلام على سيد المرسلين وإمام المتقين سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد صلى الله عليه وسلم رب اشرح لي صدري ويسر لي أمري وحل العقدة من لساني يفقو قولي اللهم يا الله لا تكلني إلى نفسي طرفة عين ولا أقل من ذلك My beloved mothers, fathers, sisters and brothers and honorable youth and children And dear listeners, I greet you all with the universal greetings of love, mercy, blessings, respect, honor, tolerance, understanding, and peace. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. It is once again, my dear mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers, an, an honor and a privilege for me to be with you and to be connected with you in your homes, in your kitchens, in your rooms in your vehicles or wherever you are here in South Africa or far away in this world may Allah grant that whatever we are going to say today is going to be of great benefit to you my dear beloved mothers and fathers and sisters and brothers and honorable youth yes we are still busy with a very crucial and a very critical part of our lives namely the salah And to be more specific, how effective and successful are we in our salah? How productive are we up till now in our salah? How professional are we in our salah? Please, and I'm saying again, please, my dear ones, remember that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is ever watching over us. And He, Allah, knows in detail the standard and the level of our salah. And speaking about ever watching over you, it reminds me of last year when I was so fortunate to be in the Haram of Mecca. And the Imam was reading in the Salatul Isha, he was reading the end of Suratul Ma'idah. And when he reached this portion of the ayah, of the surah, وَكُنْتُ عَلَيْهِمْ شَهِيدًا مَا دُمْتُ فِيهِمْ فَلَمَّا تَوَفَّيْتَنِي كُنْتَ أَنْتَ الرَّقِيبَ عَلَيْهِمْ وَأَنْتَ عَلَى كُلِّ شَيْءٍ شَهِيدٍ When Nabi Isa a.s. said, Ya Allah, I was a witness when whilst I was um, amongst them, the people. فَلَمَّا تَوَفَّيْتَنِي And when you took me away, When you raised me to the sama, you, Allah, were ever watching over them. And when he came to that ayah, he couldn't read. 
He couldn't read, and that is the spirit of the salah. Because he was, he was thinking about, you know, Allah is ever watching over you. Allah knows everything about you. So for two minutes, the imam, he was crying, he was bursting out of tears, and he couldn't continue the salah. Allahu Akbar. So Allah knows exactly what is the standard of our salah. He's ever watching over you. And uh, uh, the, the name of Allah, that, uh, that is referred to as Ar-Raqib. Ar-Raqib. So write it down some way. Ar-Raqib means ever watching. Allah is ever watching over you. Allahu Akbar. So my dear beloved ones, we have said last year in the Ramadan that based on the amazing hadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad and this is also a hadith that I want you to write down somewhere. Whosoever's two days are the same, you haven't improved. Then Rasulullah says, then you are a loser. You're a failure. You're a non-achiever. And I think I said last week or two weeks ago that this hadith gives real meaning to life. Otherwise, life would have been very boring. This hadith gives real meaning to the life. That you, every day you improve and you improve and you improve. Every day you discover new lessons or a new eye of the Quran or a new lesson from the Quran or a new hadith of our beloved Nabi Muhammad and based on this hadith, we said we can't allow, if, if, if two days are the same, we said last year in Ramadan, what about two years being the same? Yes, and then you're a bigger loser. And so we can't allow, or we ask, how can we allow two years be, to be the same? And that we need to improve ourselves. We need to enhance and upgrade ourselves. And even if we are to concentrate on one aspect of our uh, one aspect of our lives, one feature of our lives, we are going to do it. That is what we agreed last year. Even if it's just one portion of our lives, we don't want to tackle everything. But we need to change from one year to the. So we agreed that this year we are going to concentrate on the. Salah, we're going to tackle and embark on this part of our lives, our salah, our direct relationship with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. My dear listeners, uh, allow me to remind you of another important hadith of Rasulullah sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. You know, uh, um, may Allah grant us, alhamdulillah, to, to, to love the words of Rasulullah. You know, uh, one hadith one hadith, Rasulullah's words are so uh, impressive and so effective and makes make such great impact on the lives of Muslimin. Just because of one hadith, it can change your whole life. It can be the reason that you will enter Jannah. Just last night I said to the people of Portland's Masjid after Maghrib Salah that our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, Man kana yu'minu billahi wal yawmil akhiri falyakul khayran awliyasmut. Whosoever truly believes in Allah, he truly believes that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala see him every minute of the day and Allah listen to you, whatever you say, 
Man kana yu'minu billah wal yawmil akhir. And he also believes that the day of Qiyamah he's going to stand in front of Allah and he's going to stand accountable and responsible for each and every word that he said. If that is the way you believe, then the Nabi Muhammad says, then I advise you, falyakul khayran. When you speak, only speak beautiful things and good things. And if you've got nothing beautiful, beautiful or good to say, my advice to you, says Rasulullah, rather keep quiet. Don't say. Don't. If you if you're on the verge of backbiting or bad mouthing somebody, or saying a, a swear word, or whatever it's ugly, my advice to you is, says Rasulullah, rather keep quiet. Says the Nabi Muhammad So I say to the people, now just imagine if you take on this hadith, only this hadith, then you will be of the people of the Jannah. Allah Akbar. A person came to Rasulullah. He says, Ya Rasulullah, dullani ala amalin. Guide me to a, 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 a deed to do that will take me to the Jannah. The Nabi Muhammad took his tongue and he says, I'm sick alayka hadha. Just hold on to this. Just hold on to this tongue. Then you will enter the Jannah. In others, hold on to the tongue by not uttering any ugly word or swear words or backbiting or whatever. Now, the same with, with the following hadith, my, my dear listeners. Our beloved Nabi Muhammad says, أَوَّلُ مَا يُحَاسَبُ الْعَبْدُ عَنُّ يَوْمَ الْقِيَامَةِ الصَّلَاةِ the very first thing that you are going to stand responsible and accountable in front of Allah the day of Qiyamah is your Salah. The first thing that Allah is going to question you is about your Salah. Allahu Akbar. How did you perform your Salah? On uh, that note, we need to go for an ad break. When we come back, she will continue, inshallah. The Voice of the Cape. 91.3 FM Stereo My radio station Your radio station Our radio station The Voice of the Cape This program is called Hushufi Salah with our honored and beloved guest, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel is with us. If you have just joined us, do stay tuned. Sheikh shared with us some very inspirational advice for us and uh, especially concerning our Salah. My dear listeners, once again, so the hadith of the Nabi Muhammad, Rasulullah says that the first thing that Allah is going to question you of the, on the day of Qiyamah is how did you perform your Salah? And remember another important ayah in the Quran, Allah says, فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُصَلِّينَ a, a valley in the fire of Jahannam for those people who made this salah. فَوَيْلٌ لِلْمُصَلِّينَ الَّذِينَ عَنْ صَلَاتِهِمْ سَاهُونَ But they were neglectful with the salah. They were neglectful with the salah. Now, the ulama of tafsir, uh, uh, you know, and, and both and both views are, are correct. It refers to those people who make salah, for example, five times per day, but they make dhuwar in the time of asr. On the make dhuwar and asr and maghrib isha tonight because they were too busy or they were at work, and for whatever reason, Allah, it's not important at that time, Allah must wait until I've got my time to make salah. That is, not, just put it very uh, frankly and openly. We must make the way to serve and to submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Uh, so, so those people who make salah five times per day, but out of the time of, 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 of a valley in the fire of Jahannam. And then some of the ulama of tafsir say also, those people who make their salah on time, Dhuwar on time, Asr, Maghrib on time, Isha, Fajr. But their minds are not there, their hearts are not there. It's just, it's just physically making up and down exercise and quickly bacha surah Fatiha and Rukun, Sujood and they finish with the Salah. May Allah protect us. Hmm. So my, my dear listeners, 
we only have five weeks left for the next Ramadan to make sure that we have changed one part of our lives and this is a major part from the from last Ramadan until this Ramadan coming and I tell you honestly and positively we can do it inshallah so here is my advice to you and me first of how we can improve and upgrade our salah I'm saying to you and to me first please give more attention and thinking and concentration to your salah please give more observation and contemplation and thoughtfulness to your salah please give more care concern and intentness to your salah so what am i saying i'm saying my dear ones and beloved servants of allah gone are the days when we are just quickly going to make salah quickly going to make salah gone are the days when we are making salah and the children and grandchildren are running up and down in the house and there's no concentration salah because arma mummy and oma don't know oh allah ek net hy kan gaat die val nie en ek net deene gaat die moet die in a fight nie gone are these days we should train the whole family including our children and grandchildren that salah time is quiet time our children are learning at school eating time is quiet time you can also teach them that salah time is quiet time Mummy or grandmother uh, uh, is going to speak now to Allah. Mummy is going to meet Allah. That is what the salah is all about, my children and my grandchildren. I'm going to make con- contact with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And those children of seven years old and up, they perform the salah with you, Allahu Akbar. Gone are the days when the TV is on loud whilst we are making salah. Ghana these days. So once again, let us train our family that when the Adhan goes, all concentration must now be on our meeting with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Rabbul Alameen, the Lord of the worlds. And my dear listeners and my dear ones, please take example and listen lessons from our spiritual guide, the greatest leader, our spiritual leader, our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. Our beloved mother, Sayyidatina Aisha radiallahu anha, the beloved wife of our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallam, and the beloved daughter of, of uh, the first Khalifa, Sayyidina Abu Bakr radiallahu anhu. She says, and before I'm going to say, uh, to say to you what she said, we thank Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala that we are of those Muslimin that honor and respect the wife of our beloved Nabi Muhammad and that we honor and respect the mother of all believers she's our mother and we thank Allah that we are not of those people that curse the wife of Rasulullah can you imagine cursing the wife of Rasulullah and cursing them the mother Allah calls her and all the wives of Rasulullah that they are the Ummahatul Mu'mineen they are the mothers of the of the believers we thank Allah that we're not going to stand accountable and responsible of Allah, in front of Allah Dev Qiyamah for those of those people who cursed Sayyidina Aisha. And they have the audacity to say that Sayyidina Aisha finar is in the fire of Jahannam. We as believers, we say that 
Sayyidina Aisha fil Jannah, she will be the Jannah. So I just want to make that point that we thank Allah that we are not of those people that curse Sayyidina Aisha, that curse her father Sayyidina Abu Bakr, that curse Sayyidina Umar, that curse most of the Sahaba of our beloved Nabi Muhammad But instead, we honor and we love them and we look forward to meet them in the Jannah with our beloved Nabi Muhammad Sallallahu Alaihi Wasallam. So Sayyidina Aisha radiallahu reports, she says that whenever Rasulullah came into to the house, he, he will give me all the attention and love and speak to me and make me laugh. But when, 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 when the waqt, the time to meet Allah is about to enter, فَكَأَنَّهُ لَا يَعْرِفُنِي Then the whole situation changes. Then it is as, as if Rasulullah doesn't even know me. Because now is the time to come make sujood to Allah, to meet Allah. That is the mindset. That is the preparations. So my dear beloved ones, <clears throat> gone are the days when we give Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala second best. When the waqt of salah is to enter, we need to prepare ourselves. When the adhan goes, everybody in the house should know that now mummy and grandmother, and I'm saying mummy and grandmother every time because daddy and grandfather supposed to make this salah in the masjid. The Nabi Muhammad says the best salah that you can make is the salah in your house except for the fard salah. Except for the fard salah. You can make your sunnah salah at home. That's the best salah, says Rasulullah. Keep the barakah and the nur in the house. But the best salah for men is to make the salah in the masjid. And I want to say to our mothers and daughters and sisters, you can also sometimes make salah. It is not, uh, you know, haram for you and prohibited for you to make your salah in the masjid. The wives of Rasulullah used to make especially fajr salah in the masjid of our beloved Nabi Muhammad. So let me again say, gone are the days when we give Allah our second best or third best. Gone are the days, my dear beloved ones, of giving Allah our tired and drained bodies. We know when we are tired, uh, what is the mindset? Because no su much. No, no, give your best and your energy when you're going to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then, my dear beloved ones, from the moment you are going to take wudu, and before you take wudu, you brush your teeth. You're, gonna, you're not standing in front of Allah with food between and amongst your teeth. And you don't stand in front of, in front of Allah with a smell in your mouth. Imagine a person that fisk it and they are not salah. Now you skir your tana, you mark. The Nabi Muhammad says, Lola an ashukka ala ummati la amartum bisiwak in the kulli huduin or in the kullis salatin. As it met, as it met gewisse that I will swah mark for my ummani, then it will be order on by yaka salah of yaka hudu ala tana squinta mark and ala mona squinta mark because you can stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So, my, my, my dear beloved ones, from the moment you are going to take hudu, put yourselves in that mode and mindset of I am going to stand now in front of Allah. That is your mindset. I'm now going to stand in front of Allah. 
the Lord of the worlds, the creator of the universe. Put yourself in the mindset of, I'm going to have now the honor to meet Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. I am going to have the honor now to speak to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And after the wudu, you take your time and raise your hands. And that is after you've taken wudu in the proper way. You make sure that amal di plikavat would not gemaak would not gemaak. And then you take your time and raise your hands. And you say, Ashhadu Allah ilaha illallah wahdahu la sharika lah. I be testimony that no one has got the right to be worshipped except Allah alone. And as here in maatskapay with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Wa ashhadu anna muhammadan abdu rasulu. And I also be witness that our beloved Nabi Muhammad wasalam, he is the true slave of Allah and he is the best and greatest missions of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. Allahumma ja'alni minat tawwabin. Oh Allah, Amen. make me of the tawwabin, those people who always repent and return to you. Allahu Akbar. Wa ja'alni minal mutatahirin. And grant me to be of those people with a purified heart, not only the body. Allah uh, mutfilfakhintuvis to purify your body and to purify your heart. You don't want to have any hatredy in your heart for any person, any jealousy, bad thoughts. وَجَعَلْنِي مِنْ إِبَادِكَ الصَّالِحِينَ And make me of the salihin. Allahu Akbar. That is the way, this is part of your preparations to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. In fact, just as a reminder, the Nabi Muhammad says, any person that takes wudu and say these words, then Allah will open the eight doors of the Jannah for you, says our beloved Nabi Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. And then my dear ones, as part of your preparations, put on clean and beautiful clothes. You're going to stand in front of Allah, you're going to meet the King of Kings. Just imagine from here onwards, inshallah, that we're going to really take onto these words. You know, our mindset, the way we take wudu, our, our mind is now and our heart is now with Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And we are going to take on beautiful clothes. And a top vadali and a swat top vadali and a duk vata failus and small opposite and fanach salamatni. Now you're going to take your time. And whilst you know that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala is looking at you and Allah knows everything about you. And we are going to, we're going to worship Allah now. Says the Nabi Muhammad was khaliyarat. Ihsanas an ta'budallah ka'annaka tarah. You are going to worship Allah as if you can see Allah. And if you can't see Allah, you know and you believe that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala sees you. Allahu Akbar. So what does it mean so? Uh, we got to put on beautiful clothes. Why? Why do we say that? Allah sees in the Quran. Attire yourself, beautify yourself. Whenever you're going to make sujood for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. This is Quran. Allah is telling us, giving us advice, giving us guidance. Gone are the days of the Muslims where we have a jeans and a lilaka sweater, even with the faces on the sweater. And you know, no, beautify yourself when you're going to stand in front of Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So my dear ones, I'm saying again the way forward to upgrade our salah, to, to bring more uh, you know, um, meaning to the salah, to make our salah 
with professionalism because the Nabi Muhammad says, Inna Allah yuhibbu idha amila ahadukum amalan an yutqinahu. Allah just loves those people. Whenever they do anything, they do it with excellence. Now the salah is first on the list. This hadith refers to anything. If you are a carpenter or you're a bricklayer or you're a dressmaker or whatever you do in this life, Allah just love it. You do it with excellence. Now what about the salah? So my dear ones, concentrate on each and every word in the salah. This is our next advice. You know, to, to, to upgrade our salah, to improve our salah, inshallah. Concentrate on each and every word in the salah. For example, Say Allahu Akbar with feeling and with meaning and deeper meaning. And, and we've been using this phrase, the whole program, gone are the days. So let us use it again. Let me say to you, gone are the days that we just quickly say Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. My advice to you is and to me first. When we say now Allahu Akbar, we, 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 we pull it, the mud. Huh? Or say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. And when you go into Ruku, Allahu My dear listeners, I, I promise you, it will make a big difference to your salah. And whilst you are pulling it, Allah, and you say to yourself, there's a reason why I'm pulling it. Because I must concentrate now more on my salah. And, and whilst you are, you are saying, Allahu Akbar, you're thinking of, Allah is the greatest really. Allah is the greatest in forgiveness. Is there anybody greater than Allah in forgiveness? Just imagine you have done wrong things for 60 years, for 120 years, and you raise your hands and you stand in front of Allah. And you ask Allah, Ya Allah, please forgive me. Allah will forgive you all your sins. The Nabi Muhammad says, The person that returns from his wrongdoings, it is by Allah as if he has. Never ever done anything wrong. Allahu Akbar. Allah is the greatest in mercy. Subhanallah. Allah is in the, the greatest in whatever Allah has created. Allah has created the whole universe. Subhanallah. And, and that is the way we, we perform our salah. Allahu Akbar. Allahu Akbar. My dear ones, most of the movements in the salah, it's only when you come up from the ruku, you say, Sami Allah liman hamida. But 99% of the salah, with each and every movement, you have to say, this is the way, way that Allah has designed and planned the salah, that you every time say, Allah Akbar, so that you can realize that you are, you are standing in front of Allah the greatest. That is the way we need to perform our salah. Yes, inshallah. We're going to go for our ad break at this time, and when we come back, our honored Sheikh would continue on this topic. The Voice of the Cape, 91.3 FM stereo. My radio station, your radio station. Our radio station, the voice of the Cape. Our focus for today, we're looking at Khushuf Salah. And uh, once again, our honored and beloved guest, that's uh, Sheikh Ibrahim Gabriel, is with us. And uh, inshallah, if you have just joined us, uh, the time 12.42, you're on our side. That's 91.3 with myself, Aslan Qasim. And inshallah, Sheikh will be with us up until the uh, hour of one, inshallah. 
Shukran, Mawlana. Jamaat Muslimin, my dear beloved mothers and fathers, and sisters and brothers, Alhamdulillah, we thank Allah subhanahu once again for granting us to be part of the Ummah of Sayyidina Muhammad sallallahu alayhi wa sallam. We also want to remind everybody that we are speaking about the Salah now and the Khushu in the Salah. And we need to think about it, especially in this month of Raj- Rajab. And especially in the, the day and night that we go into Maru, Laylatul Mi'raj, when Allah subhanahu has given the, one of the greatest honor and privileges to the Muslim Ummah, a special gift, a precious gift. All other ibadat were made compulsory on earth except for the salah. That special, precious gift was given to us from Allah via our beloved Nabi Muhammad on the night of Mi'raj beyond the seven sama, Beyond the seven sama, And that is why it is said that the salah of a Muslim is the Mi'raj. Mi'raj al-Mu'min. Like the Nabi Muhammad Mi'raj, he went to meet Allah. And the Nabi Muhammad said, Attahiyatul Mubarakatul Salawatul Tayyibatul Lillah. That is the way the Nabi Muhammad greeted Allah. You can't, uh, you can't greet Allah, Assalamu alaikum, Ya Allah. No. Attahiyatul Mubarakat. The best of greeting, the greetings, the purest of greetings is to Allah. And we say, you know, Salah. That is the reason why they say that. The salah of a mu'min is a mi'raj. Allahu Akbar. So remember, my, 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 my dear listeners, and, and I want to make use uh, uh, to, to say it again, not at the end of the program, I want to say it now, that if you are listening to us now, and you are still neglectful with the salah, first of all, thank Allah that you are still alive, that you can repent to Allah, and Allah is waiting for you. Just imagine the, the Nabi Muhammad says, that Allah says, if a, if, if a, if a person gives one inch to Allah, Allah give, you know, in, in, in wanting to get near to you, Allah give 10 steps. If you come walking to Allah, Allah will come running to you to embrace you, to accept you, coming back to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So we want to say to these listeners that are still listening or are listening and are still like nikfu with the salah, may Allah grant that each one of you from today onwards, you're going to make that important decision in your life that you're not going to miss one salah. And those of us who are listening and who are steadfast in the salah, but you know that your children or your grandchildren that are mukallaf or your brothers and sisters or anyone in your family are neglect, you know what they are neglectful of salah. Please make not only dua for them, but please make effort and try to, and you're in your best possible way with wisdom and beautiful words, make sure that that person, that family member of you, uh, inshallah, soon going to be steadfast on the salah, inshallah. So my dear listeners, we've, we, just before the advertisement break, we said that uh, we are not going to say uh, every time now quickly, this is going to be a major change in our salah. We're not going to say, Allahu Akbar, Allahu Akbar. We're going to pull it and say, Allahu Akbar. And you say to yourself, and you say to yourself, it's because I want to improve my salah. I want to upgrade my salah. I want to remind myself that I'm standing in front of Allah, the greatest, Allahu Akbar. So, uh, uh, my, my dear listeners, uh, we, are now, we are now talking about concentrating on each and every word in the Salah. This is important to get that level of, of khushu. I'm taking you back to the first program. Allah says, قَدَ أَفْلَحَ الْمُؤْمِنُونَ الَّذِينَ فِي صَلَاتٍ خَاشِئُونَ Those mu'minun who concentrate in the Salah, they make the salah with khushu, with purity, with sincerity. 
they will definitely enter the Jannah. Says who? Says Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. So the, we are busy, you know, um, saying to ourselves, how are we going to reach that level, inshallah? So after we sing Allahu Akbar, and then we say, Allahumma inni wajjahtu wajiya lilladhi fatara samawad. My dear listeners, you must, you must allow me to say again that with, with, with love and respect, gone are the days that we are saying these words and we, know, we don't know what we are saying. So I'm, I'm saying it from the deepest part of my heart with love and concern that you, my dear sister and brother, must make that effort. The books are available, the translations are available. In so many books, you must just make the effort, the translation of these words. So we've got no excuse to say, every woman, they meaning to create. It's available. It's available. Allahumma inni, oh Allah, inni wajjahtu wajjiya lilladi. Oh Allah, I've, I've, I've put my face now, I'm directing myself now in the direction of the one that has created the samawat and the earth. Allahu Akbar. The first samawat consists of 300 billion galaxies of stars. Each galaxy consists of millions of stars. You have, you have faced yourself now in the direction of Allah who has created the seven samad. Allahumma inni wajjahtu wajjiya lilladhi. Now just imagine we say it with that meaning and feeling. Oh Allah, I've, I've, I've directed my face now in the, in the direction of the one that is created the seven samawat and the earth. Hanifan Musliman with uprightness and as a true Muslim submitting to you, Ya Allah. Wama ana min al mushrikeen and I am not of the mushrikeen. Ekasi means but shirk maqud Allah ni. Allahu Akbar. Inna salati. Oh Allah, I'm saying indeed my salah, my sacrifice, wa mahya wa mati, my whole life and even my death. Lillahi Rabbil Alameen. Just imagine you start the salah with, with these words. Inna salati wa nuski wa mahyaya wa mamati. My salah, my sacrifice, my whole life, even my death, it's only for Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. La sharika lah. Tashkil maskapay mit Allah ni. Wa bithalika umirtu and I was commanded to worship Allah alone and not to make shirk with Allah. Wa ana min al-Muslimin and I am a proud Muslim. I am of the Muslim Ummah. I am of those people that submit to Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. And then after that, that, that is the dua al-istiftah. Then we start with the Surah Al-Fatiha. The mother of the Quran. The main surah, the best surah of the Holy Quran. We said two weeks ago, Jamaat Muslimin, in a special hadith, I call it a special hadith, because this is very crucial for us. To, to get the, to that level of khushu in the salah, to understand and be aware of this hadith that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, when my slave say, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, and Allah says, my, my slave has, has thanked me, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen, Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim, Maliki Yawmiddin, my slave has praised me, my slave has glorified me, Iyaka na'budu wa Iyaka nasta'een, that this is between me and my slav, half of me and half of my slav. And there is, mustaqim Until the end of the surah, Allah says, And for my slave, whatever he asks me, it will be given to him. Allah Akbar. That is happening when, while we are reading Surah Al-Fatiha. So my dear listeners, 
we, we say it in Arabic, we, we can only read the Quran in Arabic, but we must have the full understanding. And as I've said so many weeks ago, that we, 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 we read it slowly. Uh, uh, let me say for the seventh time today, gone are the days that we quickly read Surah Al-Fatiha. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. Alhamdulillahirrahmanirrahim. No, we, we read from now onwards. Bismillahirrahmanirrahim. And we, and we say to ourselves, and the meaning is, I begin in the name of Allah, the most compassionate, the most merciful. Just imagine if you make the salah like this. I'm repeating myself. In the name of Allah, the most compassionate, the most merciful. Alhamdulillahi Rabbil Alameen. All praise and thanks are due to Allah. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Maliki Yawmiddin. First, Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen. Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim. The most compassionate, the most merciful. Alhamdulillah Rabbil Alameen Ar-Rahman Ar-Rahim Maliki Yawmiddin The Master of the Day of Judgment The Master of the Day of Judgment That that takes you immediately to the Day of Qiyamah When Allah is going to be the Master of the Day of Judgment And you and everybody else are going to stand in front of Allah That is the way we make our Salah we're not thinking about what we're going to do next and what film and what soapy and what happened last night. We're just thinking about Allah. And we think about the day of Qiyamah and the greatness of Allah. And it's only five minutes, seven minutes for the most we make salah. Maliki Yawmiddin Iyaka Na'budu Wa Iyaka Nasta'een Oh Allah, for thee alone do we worship. We don't worship anybody else. And for thee alone we ask for help. We only La Hawla Wala Kubata illa bika ya Allah. Nobody's got the power, knows but got the might except you, Ya Allah. Only you can help me, Ya Allah. And we're reading slowly, not so quickly. إِهْدِنَ الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمِ You can almost say that this is one of the most main part of the of Surah Al-Fatiha. إِهْدِنَا Oh Allah, guide us. إِهْدِنَا means guide us. You're making your salah alone, but you're asking Allah, Allah's teaching us, you make dua for all the Muslimin. All the Muslimin. You don't say, إِهْدِنِي Oh Allah, guide me. Every time when you make salah, إِهْدِنَا إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ Allah guide us and keep us steadfast under Sirat al-mustaqim. And you say it with feeling and with meaning. إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ And sometimes when you're alone, you can even repeat it three times. إِهْدِنَا الصِّرَاطَ الْمُسْتَقِيمُ to give more meaning to the salah. Sirat al-Ladina an'amta alayhim. Oh Allah, guide us to Sirat al-Mustaqim. Sirat al-Ladina, the way of life of those who you, you have put on your favors. Allah Akbar. Now, what is the understanding of that? Who, 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 who are the people that Allah is referring? Allah is teaching us the Surah al The Surah al is the Quran. 
comes from Allah. Allah's teaching us this surah and asking us and, and explaining to us and guiding us how you must ask Allah in your salah. Oh Allah, guide us on the path of those who you have favored. Who are those? Mina Nabiyina was Siddiqina was Shuhadai was Salihin. Ya Allah, guide us to live the life of those people, these, these great people. Ghayri al alayhim Ghayr is like la, not, 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 not the, the path of those people who your anger is upon. And they means of it for dwalis. Oswali says, Allah, leave in Allah. But God, guide us under Sirat al Mustaqim. Guide us under Sirat al Mustaqim. Alhamdulillah, we have come to the conclusion now with our program. Um, uh, first of all, we want to say shukran very much to Sheikh for always availing Sheikh for uh, for our listeners. Alhamdulillah, and uh, then also to say for Sheikh's wife as well, shukran for allowing our honoured and beloved Sheikh to be here with us for this afternoon, Sheikh. Yeah, uh, and in conclusion, we we just want to make a dua for Haji Abdul Rahman Kasim, uh, my cousin, who today is uh, Allah Nur in and we also want to make a special dua for my beloved uncle, Butamus Fredericks. Um, uh, he is going to hospital tomorrow. It's not very serious, but we are still making dua to Allah subhanahu wa because Butamus is all 86 years old. Oh, okay. And we, uh, as a belated slamat for Butamus and the Abadi, Allah was no kot, 60 years getrouwd, alhamdulillah. So, Ali gesondheid for Butamus, inshallah. And for all the mensen wat ziek is, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala, Ali gesondheid and, and strikte, inshallah, al-fatiha. اللهم يا الله يا حي يا قيوم برحمتك نستغيث اللهم اغفر لي أخانا لأخينا عبد الرحمن قاسم اللهم اغفر له وارحمه وأسكنه في الجنة وتجاوز عن سيئاته وحشره يا الله مع النبيين والصديقين والشهداء والصالحين اللهم رب الناس أذب البأس اشفي وأنت الشافي لا شفاء إلا شفاءك شفاء لا يغادر سقما نسأل الله العظيم رب العرش العظيم أن يشفي والدنا موسى فريدريكس وجميع مرضى المسلمين برحمتك يا رحم الراحمين وصلى الله تعالى على سيدنا وحبيبنا محمد وعلى آله وصحابه أجمعين شوتلي مولانا also uh, uh, dear sister in Portland uh, جفاتيما بريدا it's her birthday also today make dua that Allah must grant her and all those who have a birthday today that Allah must grant all of them all the khair and baraka Ameen. and grant them to be of the salihin Allah مجال أختنا فاطمة وجميع من يحتفل بميلادهم اليوم اللهم اجعلهم جميعا من عبادك الصالحين ومن عبادك المتقين سبحان ربك رب العزة عما يصفون وسلام على المرسلين والحمد لله رب العالمين شكرا once again for our beloved Sheikh for sharing this advice with us just quick, very quickly the SMS that came through uh, السلام عليكم والله الشيخ شكرا شكرا الشيخ الله for this wonderful wonderful program and advice busy preparing food in our kitchen we live in the Bualan area Alhamdulillah, it's so nice. Our nine-year-old daughter loving every minute of the advice. It also serves to emphasize her madrasa lessons. And Allah grant Sheikh and Mullah long and good life, inshallah. Amen. Amen. Uh, so shukran for those few messages that came through. I'll be sure to hand it to Sheikh, inshallah. Um, from myself as one as our guest, uh, until we speak to you once again, inshallah. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh.